1: Can you see it? Did you know
0: It's over. Checked, but the puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries
4: a
2: bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments notice. Adam
0: You're listening to Canucks Conversation.
1: Quinn Hughes the reporter here. Like I don't, I not cover the Canucks.
2: Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of
3: podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
4: Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted him in and down Wow, really? we should do a radio show together.
1: <laughs> right on! I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores.
0: Hello, Canucks fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation brought to you as always by the great folks over at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code hockey season capital H Capital S hockey season. That will get you $5 off your order at Zephyr Epic. If you choose to shop online, be sure to visit ZephyrEpic.com. That is Z-E-P-H-Y-R Epic. They're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, whatever it is. They've got you covered for all of your trading card needs. They've also got a beautiful retail location in Surrey, British Columbia. That promo code Hockey Season, because it's almost hockey season, folks, is also valid in-store if you choose to shop there. My name is Dave Wadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber, our technical producer. As always, is Aaron Bordado. although I'm not sure how long that's going to last, given how you mistreated him yesterday.
4: I barely mistreated him.
0: Barely mistreated them, but you still mistreated them. No. Like I said, Chris Faber, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We have hockey carts open, courtesy of our friends over at Zephyr Epic. Busy show today. shorter show, probably. Um, Canucks fall in overtime in Edmonton. How are you today?
4: Good. I'm trying to keep my mouth shut in the intro because I always want to cut you off. Mm.
0: So I'm just... What's on your mind, buddy?
4: I'll talk about it in a minute here. But uh, big pack again. These are the big ones. Quads. you know how much each these packs cost? $35 each. So you better pull something nice in here. These are the 2021-2022 hockey credentials. Looking for hard-signed 2020-21 rookie cards. It's what you're looking for here, Quads. Anything fun up in there? we got Connor McDavid on the front. Scored the overtime winner last night. We'll talk about last night's game. Spend a whole bunch of time on that. Anything cool? Mr. Quadrelli over there.
0: Nothing. This is interesting. I got a numbered card. Nice. Of uh, Jansen Harkins. Okay. This is a numbered, yeah, 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 I got a couple here. This is a numbered Jansen Harkins. I have 484 out of 999. Is it more valuable if you get, like, one out of 999 or so 999 I, I out of 999? So I
4: this, yeah. Ty, who does their opening. When I was there last, I asked him about them. And uh, he said the best one to get is the player's number.
0: Oh. So if
4: you say it's Elias Patterson, if it's a 40, sorry, what is this? Yeah, that's here? pretty cool. I got the rookie speed of the game. I can't tell. That's a play, nice
0: looking card.
4: Yeah, Dawson Mercer, and, and then then I, then I, got I got a William Eklund, star of the night rookie.
0: Yeah, I got I got Joe nice. uh, Joe Joel Valeno, star yeah. of the night rookie as well, well. It's
4: good. You got a numbered card, but yeah, that's what I heard. The numbered cards, the the best one to get, I think, is number one. Yes. Then the next best one is the their jersey number. So, I guess the more you know, I learned that from uh, from Ty down there to uh, Zephyr Epic, good folks.
0: Go get right. yourself some hockey cards. Folks, promo code is Hockey Season. Again, yep. that is a capital H and a capital S. Uh, you can go get your own hockey cards. Or you can message us. We give out hockey cards. <laughs> kind of what we do.
4: I'm back on the uh, XS. Shout out to them. Brought it over. You can't tell. The, can- the damn green screen. <laughs> this is why This is why me and Aaron have fights all day drink. long before Excess the show. The energy goes. drink. Anyways. you XS... said your
0: mom drinks.
4: Yeah, my mom's a fan. But she then they got the bigger can. She can't drink. She can't handle the big mm. cans anymore. For me... All good for me. I got to get something off my I just, chest. I can't do
0: energy drinks off my chest
4: here. Uh, I've been on a little bit of a late night pancake kick. I don't know if you ever get in this mood, but you know, like you know how easy pancakes are to actually make. Especially like I, oh, yeah. I just have the mix where you just add water. I know oh, it's not dude, the best. Don't do that. Stop. So I know that you just like these are so simple to make. I mix it up in a little bowl, but I use milk. Right. I use milk instead Likewise. of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's a little bit of a better pancake. It but last three nights in a row. I put down a stack of pancakes at like one in the morning. And it's something that it's – listen, this isn't the first time in my life where I've done this, where I'll go like five days straight of eating pancakes at one in the morning. I'm just curious when this thing's going to – when it's going to kind of – when I'm going to get tired of eating pancakes that late. And I think it's it's not good to like – because I go to bed with a whole bunch of fresh butter in my stomach, a whole bunch of syrup in my stomach. Obviously, I'm drinking a glass of milk with it, and I'm going to bed right after that. And I'm waking up in the morning. It feels like my intestines like unraveled, then re-raveled. Like I'm waking up with a horrible feeling in my stomach every day. And I think, I think after this morning, the way I woke up, I, I think tonight's the night I won't do it. But I'm not making any guarantees on that as well. I may be back on the pancakes tonight. Fiance is great. horrified
0: listening to you say this. On well, that's the, show.
4: the other problem. She wakes up in the morning. And what's going on in the kitchen? A big freaking pancake mess. There's powder oh, everywhere. Those, oh, you got to
0: clean up after no, yourself. No, you
4: don't have to clean up after 1 a.m. That's that's a rule. That's ridiculous. After 1 a.m., you don't have to clean
0: up. That is absolutely ridiculous. I'm glad we were never roommates. People used to think no, we were no, roommates. No, no, no. We got that sometimes of, oh, are you guys roommates? Absolutely I'm, not. I'm
4: a very clean roommate. I do most of the cleaning in this house. Dude, if I woke up to will your you pancake dust... On the countertops? A little bit of pancake dust. Come on. I go, your I go to bulls? your house and all there is everywhere is Legos laying in the corners. They got are dusty put together. No, they're, they're together. all over the ground. And sometimes I'm working on something. That's what I'm saying. I go in there and there's this, everywhere you go, you can't even put your feet up on your table because you got Legos all over the place. Nothing worse than a Lego on the foot. Don't put
0: your feet on my table.
4: That's what I'm saying. I can't.
0: Yeah, I don't want you to.
4: Yeah, exactly. Shout out to BC Lions in the background there. Friday night, 7th. Mama
0: Saturday. Lisa's mad at you. Clean up after yourself. Oh,
4: <laughs> no, and we had... So, my fiance had her bridal shower last week. And one of the questions... They asked, like, 15 questions. Yeah. By the way, out of everyone on that bridal shower, you had to, like, see how many questions you got right out of 15. Yeah. I did the best. I was... I was on. It was a Zoom call, right? Because all of her family's ODs. Okay. I did the best. Thirteen out of fifteen. A plus.
0: Yeah, and what was the what was the exercise? One of the
4: question was who's the cleaner person out of Chris and Nikki, and I said in all caps, "Me for sure." That's like and me for sure. Everybody thought it was Nikki. No, no.
0: That, did she agree?
4: I'm very good at uh, keeping like a clean area when I share it with someone, but if it's my own spot, like you know this office, I mean it's not really clean, but it's not like dirty either. But, like, I'm very good at a shared space. I'll keep that very
0: clean. That's nice of you. Yeah. Unless it's after asked, 1 a.m.
4: <laughs> great name. Great first initial on your last name. My boys and I had pancakes for dinner last night, and I agree with you. It's not a great sleep, and the morning was unpleasant. I think it's just, and I'm I'm assuming here that okay. Chris is over 30, because before I could do pancakes all the time. But uh, I think it's probably, like, the, the 200 milliliters of buttered. Uh, Maybe. What's the new? They call it uh, Pearl Milling Company. That's Can we the get new moving here? Syrup, yeah. Can we get moving? Oh, sorry. We want to dive into the preseason so hard. Yeah. Actually, I kind of do. Yeah, Absolutely, right, we do. do
0: the Canucks fall in overtime 2-1 to, to the Edmonton Oilers, and it was very funny because yesterday when we were talking about Dakota Josh when we were talking about puck Puckholzin, there was someone in the chat. We ignored him. But there was someone in the chat saying, oh, this is all pointless. You can't draw conclusions from the preseason. Mm. I'm sure that same dude is on Twitter last night. Oh, Teddy Bluger. Canucks penalty kill is going to be fantastic, and I'm not knocking it. Four for four on the penalty kill. That is the biggest takeaway of the night. The Oilers had their first power play unit. Sure, it's preseason. They got to get warmed up. That was their first chance to work together. But you saw Teddy Bluger be exceptional on the penalty kill. Obviously, Elias Pettersson as well. We already knew he could kill penalties. But Carson Soucy, I thought, looked good on the penalty kill. The first Oilers goal, you know he kind of missed that switch, which cost the Canucks. But for the most part... The team defense, the penalty killing, how can you not be pleased with that? The overall eff- effort level, like, the way they were moving the puck through the neutral zone, it almost didn't feel like you were watching the Canucks. Mm.
4: Yeah, I think there was a lot of things to like from last night's game, and obviously a 2-1 loss in overtime, uh, I think a little more surprised. We gave our score predictions after the show yesterday. Yes, I think we were all pretty off, uh, but we didn't see the lineup. And yeah, I thought that there was... There were certainly some players who made a big impact, and I think the Teddy Bluger is probably the biggest one. Like, Listen, he wasn't the best Canuck, but to play above the level that maybe we had for an expectation, Teddy Bluger could have been there. I know that uh, Aaron, he was one of the players you noticed as well. Who did you know? Because Aaron was uh, our producer, Aaron Bordao. He was in attendance yesterday at the game. Aaron, you said Teddy Bluger was the one guy that popped to you. I know you got to tell everyone you also became a, a big fan of, of uh, Andre Kazmenko as well. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But who, who did you like? You were in the arena last night.
1: Well, yes, I was boots on the ground mm-hmm. as a nice crossover between Canuck's army and the nation. But um my number one fan, who I am now a fanboy of, is Andre Kuzmenko. That mm. guy is good at hockey. He had a couple moves. I think he dipsy doodled, toe dragged one of our one of our D men, and he came right in, tried to backhand it. It was quite the move. It was right in front of me. And I was like, man, I would have liked this guy in an Oiler jersey. He's a very very fun
0: player. Very fun player is the best way to put it. Very fun.
1: Yeah. He's very fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I did notice Teddy Bluger. The the penalty kill has to be the storyline because we had everyone we had, and we're the greatest power play of all time. And I know it's preseason. I get it. But we had all our guys, and they've been practicing, so – I was impressed by that. Props to you guys. I don't know if that's just a Teddy Bluger thing. (laughs) Um, I noticed Casey to Smith. Guy can't get new pads. (laughs) <laughs> What's that about?
0: So What's the story about? there, because everybody saw his yellow pads, and we saw it at training camp too. So as you know, he was traded to Montreal in the offseason. So he had just had his Montreal pads were like about to get delivered before he got traded to the Canucks. And now he's kind of like, okay, well, I'm not going to use my Montreal pads. I'm going to keep using my Penguins pads already broken in. So he got traded like a day before training camp, right? So um, he's working on it. No, They're very wait, close.
4: He's waiting on the, the signature, uh, the K Whitmore signature. What? Come on, you're a goalie guy? What are you talking about? Every single piece of equipment in the NHL has Kay Whitmore's signature on it.
0: Who's K. Whitmore? He's the I, guy I, I who approves every single pad,
4: glove, mask. Where was he in 2011? He wasn't there yet. Uh, was, but now,
0: Oh, man. K.
4: Whitmore. How did I not name? know this? That's he, interesting. Every, you can find it. It's normally on the bottom of the pads or inside the glove, inside the blocker. It all has to be approved by this guy, and there's only one guy in the world who does it. What a sick job. What a sick goalie pole by me! I mean, I hate. Yeah, no, I that's great. That, idiots, that actually but, uh, is great pole. I bet a lot
0: of our listeners didn't know that.
4: Yeah, K. Whitmore. So every single piece of—I don't think it's like the chest pads and the pants, but like every pad blocker glove signed by this guy, and that's what he's waiting on. Because you got it. Because all the goalies are getting their new pads in to this Whitmore guy at the start of the year. He's probably busy right now, drowning right? in it. Oh yeah. yeah. You think Woodley's garage is disgusting? You should <laughs> probably see this Whitmore guy's thing, and yeah, so he's that's what he's waiting on for DeSmith Smith to get that the mask. I don't know about that, because like, it was funny watching when they zoom in on him on the broadcast. And there's like penguins on his side, and you're like, hey, like you know, hey, whatever. He
0: was acquired by this management regime. It's fitting. Mm-hmm. Very fitting.
4: No, And I think you brought up a good point there, and like he was pretty solid in that game, and I think that's <laughs> nice. I mean, he's the guy who kind of resulted in Spencer Martin, as we saw the news today, heading on waivers uh, and being sent down to the Abbotsford Canucks. It looks like the sounds of it from Elliot Friedman, they were trying to trade him. Yeah. But uh, I, I kind of wrote the article this morning. I didn't think.
0: We're not going to go deep into it. Yes or no? Does he get claimed on waivers?
4: No, he won't get no, claimed. No, he's I, going to absurd. No, I think he's going
0: uh, to Corey Anderson jumped in the YouTube live chat and said, uh, Kay Whitmore is also a former Canuck goalie. <laughs> Come on, quads. And then he said, I'm Glory. glad I have to leave. Disgusted by this gap in your knowledge. Thank
4: you, Corey, thank you very much. Always good to see I honestly, Corey I can't jump.
0: believe, I cannot believe I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Okay.
4: Uh, Aaron, so, Aaron, anything else? You were in the arena. Give us another guy that uh, you liked from the Canucks. Because, and by the um, way, you were joking with us before we went to air here. You said you basically knew every player, every player number, producing this show, spreading the knowledge around to those you freaking oily boys over there.
1: Dude, I'm, don't tell anyone, but I'm kind of becoming a fan. <laughs> I kind of like the Canucks. Clip you it. guys have done this for me. Who's our guy? <laughs> who's our clips show, guy? <laughs> I said before the show that it was a, uh, it was wild to be there. And know every single Canucks player by like number <laughs> and name and being like, Wow, I do pay attention to the show. Like, wow, Favor does. He does teach me. Wow, look at that. There you go. Huh. Arch
0: deep uh, beans might get an NHL job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought I noticed um Breeze Hmm.
0: hell yeah I love the Brisebois pull by you that is that is the epitome of Aaron <laughs> saying yeah you know I'm starting to learn some Canuck names he's like yeah I actually liked Guillaume Brisebois like that rocks and, and the thing about Brisebois he's playing with Tyler Myers does he make the team because before the season all of our polls, all he's of just, our crap uh, Carson Susie. yes 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 excuse me but does Guillaume oh, Brisebois yeah. make the team like does he make the team because we weren't talking about him in that regard does he make the team by the way uh fire alarm going off i don't know if people can hear it okay
1: i kind of heard it oh, okay. okay yeah it's going off we were
0: warned in the next 10 <laughs> uh, it's minutes. a test yes it's a
4: test Little let's test. be clear
0: yeah. yeah no it's not we're the not Boudreau just like situation. oh it's just another fire alarm whatever the Keep old Boudreau, the show moving. now i'll risk it yeah, yeah risk it for the listeners i don't smell no smoke
4: <laughs> there we go lisa loving it in the chat here aaron as you can probably see there as well um yeah. so yeah you liked you like breezebois talk me through that i i didn't think uh i didn't think breezebois stuck out to me i actually Almost didn't know that Breesbaugh played, but what do you see from... because I know That's that when he's at his best. There's that a is different Keon Breesbaugh's game. No, what I'm saying is there's a different way of understanding a player when you're actually there at the rink. And I'm curious to see what you saw there,
1: From what I saw, it was just not making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And he kind of pointed out to me, you know, getting some outlet passes, getting it out. I think I saw him lay a couple of hits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was just... I was like, oh, that guy that guy seems like he's actually doing stuff out there.
0: Their outlet and- outlet passes looked a lot better last night. Like, especially with what we saw last year, like every every time a player touched the puck, it was chip it and out, like boards and out, oftentimes not actually out, and then it's in the back of the net. Like, how much has that happened over the last two years? they got to be near the top of the league in that, right? Oh, Where yeah. you fail to clear the zone because you're trying to chip it out, and then it's in the back of your net. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't Jim Rutherford once say that that was what pissed him off about the team? Was he's like, this happens all the time. We always chip it out and yeah. then it never gets out and it's in the back of our net.
4: And I'll tell you, I saw it a couple times from Niels Huglander. Uh, yeah. Start, and there was, you know, that's the thing that he really needs to work on. When you get to your own blue line, you just got to get the puck out and make the other team reset. I've say, I say it all the damn time on this show. And as I've been saying about Huglander all the time. You did it multiple times in the game where it's just like, you don't, man, there's such a difference of just chipping a puck seven feet and making all of their players that are in deep in the corner waiting for the cycle to keep going. They have to now reset, so you have so much time to reset defensively, you can't be losing the puck battle just before your blue line. And I saw Hugliner do that a couple times again last night, which was unfortunate.
1: Okay. I, uh, I will say my biggest takeaway out of all this, though, clean up your pancake batter at 1 in the morning. Okay. Yes, that is
0: unacceptable. I don't know how what you're like, that? oh, it's after 1 in the morning, fair game. What the hell is that? Well, listen, it's
4: when I'm at 1 in the morning, I got, I got so many things on the go at 1 in the morning. I got prospects to watch. I'm watching okay, well, that's what I watch on okay, my prospect stuff at okay, one in the morning. Whatever. Yeah, I'm on Rocket. <laughs> yeah, and, you yeah, know, Exactly. Everything. That's what I'm saying. I got I was busy
0: last night. At nine oh five last night we were playing Rocket League, you said to me, I ain't working tonight. I'm done working. I didn't say that. You absolutely said that. You said that on Rocket League. You played I don't think so. this is what happens. You plays video games till twelve thirty He's like, Oh, I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat some pancakes. I it's not I like
1: I kind of want pancakes tonight. I'm now.
0: not dipping my fingers in the batter and like <laughs> rubbing them all over the the
4: countertops. Like it's just like a little bit of powder. In the morning, it's done.
0: Well, who has to clean it? I do. Okay, and, and
4: then, then then what I do? Get up and clean my fiance's Matt. She's doubling up. Never mind. I'm not going to get myself in trouble <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Actually, She's His great. wedding's in a week. She's folks. great. He's, his wedding is in a week. Ten days. Yep. Yeah, ten days, and it's
1: gone. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, Aaron. Yeah.
4: We appreciate you uh getting Canucks combo boots on boots the ground. Boots on the ground, the ground yeah. baby. Canucks combo's there. Yeah, We're there, baby. Right.
0: Uh, I'll be in Edmonton for the Canucks first road game of the season. I'll bring yep. similar analysis. I'll be seeing Aaron. I'll be hanging out with Aaron true uh in person. Thanks for the contributions, Aaron. Uh let, let's move on. Seattle Kraken tonight, quick turnaround, we said it would be a shorter show today, but then we got into some shenanigans, so it might be a little longer than we expected, Mm -hmm. but Seattle Kraken tonight, I just wrote the pregame, I called it Scenes, because we didn't go to morning skate, there was no practice, I don't even know what to call it, so I just called it Scenes, Uh, so Aaron, if we can get it up here, I got the lineup here of what I project. Sorry, before we get to tomorrow too much. Tonight. No, but
4: before we get to tonight too much, we're not going to talk about Dakota Joshua? You know what? You're right. That that is that is a miss by me. Okay, absolutely. The the pick it up message that was sent. Just talk through it. No, I like. I want it to be on part of the show. You hear that? What's the point of that? What's the point of that?
0: It is to let you know that you need to vacate. If you ever hear that and you didn't weren't told to test, you need to go down the stairs and get out of the building. I hope. I hope this isn't news to you. This thing's not going down.
4: All right, Dakota Joshua needed to pick it up. He did. I thought he was, uh, his dog rating was 90 plus last night. He was the highest dog rating on the team of the ones I measured. I didn't mm-hmm. measure everyone, but I did look at the numbers that I needed, threw it in there. Dakota Joshua was number one. And it was, there was the reason he was the number one in the dog ratings last night 1,000% because of effort. The effort level that he had compared to what he had in the Sunday totally. game, night and day difference. And I know Taka kind of talked a little bit about, you know, conditioning maybe being something. I know Brendan Batchelor tweeted it out. Uh, we actually probably should have had that graphic for this show. But Batch tweeted it out about his conversation with Dakota Joshua. Or, sorry, with Rick Talkett about Dakota Joshua in the pregame. And said, yeah, maybe it's a conditioning thing. And this is not a job that's going to be handed to him. I thought he came out and played like you want to see him play in a fourth line role last night. that was effective. He was a guy who was on the penalty kill, blocking shots, throwing hits, drawing penalties. Overall, a very good night for Dakota Joshua.
0: It was, and and you were hoping for a response like that, and I mean, the fact that he got under Connor McDavid's skin is, I think, what everybody kind of looked at and said, oh, all right, now you're doing your job. And and that's the thing that we kept talking about was, you know, when we were jumping to conclusions too much yesterday, was that, yeah, you need to be that buzzsaw, you need to be that energy guy, like, Talkit loves those guys, Uh and... You can't just because you think you've made the team or whatever I'm not putting words into Joshua's mouth I hope but you can't get complacent when you're a guy like that right like when you're a bottom 6 grinder you can't just start getting complacent like no you never saw a guy like Yannick Hansen or Alex Burrows take their foot off the gas, right? Like, sure. that that's what set those guys apart, and uh, it was nice to see him quickly respond when Talkett tried to get him back on the rails. Yeah, it
4: took. One, I mean, Joshua's got 121 games in his career in the NHL, so it's not like he's been there, done that long-term vet. He's got three seasons, and, you know, last year was the most he's played by a mile, playing 79 games. Rick Talkett likes Dakota Joshua when he's on his game, but this is a guy, and I thought you brought up a really good point yesterday. It's kind of like Gordon Ramsey talking to the kids and talking to the adults. Like, he was... Talking to Joshua, who's still, like, what, 27 years old? It's not like he's been around forever, but he hasn't been a guy who's just fresh off the scene. This is the quote, and thank you, Aaron, for grabbing this. Uh, this is from Rick Talk in the pregame tweeted out by Brendan Bachelor, our buddy Batch. Uh, this is what Talkett said. I want to see him on the forecheck when he's at his best. He's the first guy. He's winning those battles and energy. A lot of talking on the bench. Like, everybody, you got to fight for some jobs here, and I feel that he needs to get himself going. His fitness level has to increase. He's such a great kid. I want to see him succeed, but he's going to have to meet me at the fifty-yard line here and make sure that he holds up his end of the bargain. I, I thought, love that. Man, the more and more we're more, and more talk it's here, the more and more we're like, man, you start you start to you start to like the guy, right? I, I'm curious how much the fan base is because we deal with them all the time, and he's yeah. excellent. Like when the media scrum ends, he's excellent with everyone really nice to everyone before cracking jokes before cracking jokes after great to deal with I'm, I'm wondering how much the fan base is also turning to be like oh you know we really like talking because man i bring it up half booze half cheers when he was announced as the coach at the first game at rogers Arena. i'm gonna tell
0: you a talk it story from training camp i didn't tell i wasn't sure if i was gonna tell it i'm gonna tell it okay so i'm doing this a lot. i didn't even turn it into a story i was just asking everybody about stick flex and i i was talking to Uh, talking about and I didn't want to waste too much of his time because he just met with the general media or whatever but I just introduced myself and I was like hey as soon as you got hired I got a puppy so that's why you didn't see me at the rink last year didn't get to introduce myself and I like quickly kind of jumped from that but he was about to stop me and start asking about Bert Mm. so I, I already liked talk it. I liked him a lot more after that, but I didn't want to waste his time, so I was I kind of jumped right into my question, but he was like he' was like, oh, and he was about to ask me something, but then I had already started talking. Well, I, I took
4: an elevator with him one time and he was just like, so like, what got you into this industry? like what sports did you play here? Like you he asked me he's yeah. just like a normal dude. It's kind of nice to have that sort of relationship, I guess, with somebody and not have to like put them up on a pedestal and that's the way that they want to be looked at as the the head coach of the team. it's it's nice. He's just a dude. I like that
0: he has so much insight like he loves to talk right and he 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 seems like a seems like a smart dude when he talks like he has a wealth of knowledge about hockey and I just I don't know I like Um, talking
4: I'm gonna get a couple quick hits in here before we get to tonight's lineup uh the Quinn Hughes Cole McWard pairing I thought they looked fine I thought McWard did a very good job of getting passes just onto the stick of Quinn Hughes and I'm not necessarily being like whenever it's on your stick like pass it off like I'm talking like accurate passes onto the blade, which was really nice to see from Cole McCord. Uh, Quinn Hughes was the only goal of the game. He scored on the power play that was a slashing call from Leon Saddle into the back of Niels Amon's legs. Oh, that was a hard one. We got the goal here up on YouTube as well uh, with Quinn Hughes. Fired a shot, and I know he hit the post a little bit earlier in this game as well, so it was nice to see him shooting the puck. I looked after 40 minutes. And he had eight shot attempts through 40 minutes. I didn't see what he finished with in the game, but uh, he's certainly shooting the puck a lot. So it was, that was Tom
0: great. that had the tweet. Uh, Hughes had 10 shot attempts in that game. Uh, just seven times previously in his career has Hughes had 10 shot attempts in a game. Hey, so hey, he said go. he's going to shoot more and it, it led to a post and a goal. Like Hughes is hitting 20 this year. What are you year. talking the Hughes is hitting 20 this year, story right? story in the
4: summer about uh, they saw the, the basement there from... Uh, yeah, the shooting, shooting room. McKinnon's they saw basement? McKinnon and Crosby's. Yeah, so they got the shooting. Dude, game Hughes is hitting
0: twenty, right? Hughes is hitting twenty this year. I don't we all know. agree about I think that. I
4: don't even think. I don't think so.
0: You don't think he's hitting twenty? Twenty goals? Twenty goals? You don't think he's going to score twenty goals? That's every four games. He's on pace to score eighty-two.
4: He's on pace to score zero. He hasn't played a, a regular season game.
0: Preseason pace. He's played one game and he's got that. one goal. If he keeps that up, he's going to score eighty-two. That's pre season re- pace. In all seriousness, you don't think he's going to score twenty this year?
4: I would be surprised. I'd take the under for with sure. A cons- with
0: a concentrated effort.
4: What do you want to bet on To there?
0: score. I don't know. Write it down. Write yeah. it down. Here we go. We're getting the whiteboard we got out. we the whiteboard out, folks. Yeah. We
4: don't ever use the whiteboard enough. I use this normally uh, when I'm putting the lines together. So we're going to put this bet down on here.
0: He's scoring 20.
4: So I'll give Someone you.
0: Someone told me to chill with the talk at love.
4: <laughs> yeah. So uh, 19 and a half goals. Okay. For Hughes. And you want over. We're going to do. What are we doing? Dinner with two drinks
0: two drinks
4: two drinks i don't want to get drunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah good point actually we'll go one dr- uh two cokes sure i like you know i like uh no like no, no. two
0: coke and rums let's go no let's okay go. but two i drinks. yeah I like yeah two drinks of... i was joking okay, okay. i was joking okay. two drinks
4: okay but uh, uh last one <laughs> and you can touch on these two here Steve baines fitting right in as an hr and christian will land also yeah
0: you write good. it down i'll talk um Archie Baines, I think what you're most impressed by him was just his ability to kind of make the right plays, I'd say. Like, like we talk about him being a coach's dream kind of player, and he showed that again last night, which yeah. is kind of what you were hoping to see against a team like Edmonton. And hey, like let's be honest, that was a pretty good Edmonton team. Like Brandon Sutter might be that team's fourth line center, and hey... We didn't even talk about it. How great was it to see Brandon Sutter out there? Like I talked to that guy a year or two ago, and he me. It did not seem like he was ever going to play again. The fact he's playing in an NHL game, I also thought Brandon Sutter looked pretty good last night. I hope he makes it uh, off that PTO because my understanding, and Aaron, just correct me in the chat if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that the fourth line center job in Edmonton basically comes down to Lane Peterson or Brandon Sutter. Like it seems like those those are the two guys that are going to get it. Like Lane Peterson was signed and then Brandon Sutter was brought in on a PTO.
4: Both were killing penalties yesterday for yeah. Edmonton as well. So uh yeah, that's uh it'll be interesting to see how that one plays though. I like both those guys. Hughes is hitting
0: 20 this year. I don't think so. He's I I think for sure he's hitting 20. He scored 8 last year, didn't he? 8. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's quite the jump there, Quads. If he scores 20, he's going to win a Norris, I'll tell you that.
0: Okay. I like that. 20 goals, I think he'll he's win a I think he's scoring 20 and yeah. I think he might If he scores 20, I
4: guarantee he wins the Norris
0: 100%. Yeah. I think he's hitting 20. He's shooting more. Do you think it? I mean, this, the thing is, yeah,
4: and the power play is going to be the interesting part, right? Like, how much can he actually bring to the power play in
0: terms of that? When Dude, think about what kind of different dynamic that gives the Canucks power play. Hmm. Keeping in mind all this movement stuff, which I, I did want to mention, it didn't seem like we saw much of that last you night. Know how many
4: defensemen scored 20 goals last year? One. In the NHL? One. Two.
0: Who's the. No, don't tell me. You can get it. Eric Carlson. Yes. More no Morris he didn't this guy's score, not yet. really
4: as much in the Norse conversation he just scores a lot of goals
0: how do I not know this off the
4: top of my you head? should be able to get this he's been traded around a little bit big museum guy
0: no no idea
4: big museum guy doesn't help you there no people in the chat better be going nuts listening on the YouTube here Dougie Hamilton
0: I I did not know Dougie Hamilton was a really? museum guy no that's news to me
4: that's why the wasn't that the thing when he got traded they're like ah well he had to get out of here it wasn't good for the room because was always going to museums instead of going to the bars. What? No, I didn't know you that. You didn't hear this? Stuff? I did not hear that story. That rocks, though. I feel like I'm not uh, making that up. Okay. All right, Um. but uh, R.C. Baines, you mentioned him that uh, you think he's been good. I think I want to see him play, like, every possible game here in the preseason. So we'll have to see what happens here with that. But um, DM
0: Payne, who's been ripping me a little in the chat, had a oh, really yeah. good point. He said Baines equals Mock 2.0.
4: I pulled up, so I looked up Dougie Hamilton Museum. the first article that pops up. Uh or second article from yahoo dot uh, yahoo.com. Ca.yahoo.com. Figure out your website. Uh the first article. Dig did Dougie Hamilton's love of museums get him traded? Question <laughs> mark. First line. Dougie we Hamilton just, is a big museum guy, apparently. <laughs> I
0: want to say that this show needs to get back on the rails today, but we have not found the rails yet today. Nope. Like I think ever since we've started, we've been off the rails. Yep. Anyways, we're going
4: to be hearing about this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Are we done? We're done. Dakota Joshua, Teddy Blueger, everybody. Christian Wolanin. It was a good performance. It was a good performance from yeah. the team last night. Yes, Christian Wolanin looked good as well. So I'm what curious to see say?
4: how the, that's the thing. Like, does this group that we see tonight in Seattle, and we'll get to that right now, can they match what the Canucks did last night on being four for four on the penalty kill against what uh, Aaron called a historical power play? Yeah. I mean, now you're throwing the same. You're throwing kind of a similar level of NHLers. I think going to tonight's game, and let's get your lineup up your quads because you projected yeah. it. You wrote it in the scenes here, so we'll touch on it tonight. Uh, game is seven o'clock tonight. It is like uh, it's not available on Sportsnet, but Seattle is playing it, so I'm gonna, you know, give you the old uh, the old Marco Torenius here.
0: Just stop.
4: I might be able Kay. to catch it for you.
0: Uh, so we, we, we're, we're hoping to have coverage of it. I think we Canucks will. Army. I got a feeling we will. We're hoping.
4: If I can watch 16 year old, uh, 16 year old Czech girls play uh, on the website, I can, yeah, I'll find it. I'll get you some clips. Okay.
0: Uh, okay. So projected lineup tonight. We have a good idea of who the playing roster is going to be. Now for those on the podcast, I'm not going to read out the entire lineup, but Ian Cole has been stapled to Philip Heronik's side. Oh, jeez.
4: That that. That was loud. That was loud, wasn't it? Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: Ian Cole has been playing with Philip Ronick a lot this uh, preseason and through training camp. This is going to be their first game action together. I'm really looking forward to seeing them play uh, with one another. and I think that's what we're going to see. I think we're going to see a second pairing of Akita Hirose and Noah Juleson. Then on a the third pair, I got Matt Irwin, Jet Wu. Again, said I wouldn't read out the whole lineup, but you can kind Here of guess. It's, it's written on Canucks Army. You'll see it tonight. My question for you, do we see Thatcher Demko get the start tonight? Yeah, I think so. Time for Demko to get one. And then I'll he'll probably you, get one more in I'll the gi- final three games. I'll give you, I'll give you my take. Tolapilo starts tonight. Oh. Okay. Demko either comes in, in relief, no. or No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no listen. No, no. Or, or Demko starts. Tolapilo comes in. Whatever. My that take is that Demko starts game four and game six. And DeSmith starts game five. DeSmith gets two. Demko gets three. Okay. Or yeah, two. Two or three.
4: I, yeah, I could see Demko starting. I think Demko's going to go the full game. Um. But yeah, there could be a world where Tolapila gets gets like the third period of this one. Yeah. Maybe gets a third period again of maybe that uh, that DeSmith game or something.
0: I think the biggest something thing like to that. watch tonight is how does Vasily Podkolzin do and where does he play? Yeah. Like, where does Vasily Podkolzin play? Because we are expecting to see Phil DiGiuseppe in that spot that Podkolzin's been at since training camp opened up on JT Miller and Brock Besser's line. I think we're going to see Phil DiGiuseppe there. That is based on what we saw at Tuesday out at UBC when Pod Colson skated with the non-NHL group. We will see where Pud Colson plays tonight. Uh, the one wrinkle in it is that Connor Garland made the trip last night to Edmonton, so we don't think he's going to be Does that frustrate
4: line. people to see Phil DiGiuseppe get uh, get that part of the lineup and that be on that line with JT Miller and Brock Besser above nope. Vasily Pod Colson? Nope. I don't think you it frustrates need, that You need people. to make
0: sure that you have a lineup that you can trust starting yeah. the season there's no time for Vasily Podkolzin to try to figure it out and play on a second line.
4: I think the tough part is, looking at that, you're like, oh, that's not a top six player. Sure, Rick Tockett eyes, that's a player I like. I'm going to play. That's him a in player my
0: top who six. probably isn't going to make too many mistakes. Yeah.
4: No, and I think that's that's Can one to penalties. watch tonight. Is like how di- and you know what if well nobody's that's the thing nobody's going to be able to watch. Um, but it will be interesting to hear. Listen, I'm a watch, but. I, like I'm very curious to see how much of an impact PDG can make with that role because, like Aiden just said in the chat, no PDG deserves it. Yeah, I mean the play that Absolutely. he does and the with the way that he brings such energy to every shift. I like that on a line with JT Miller and Brock Besser. I feel like they need a little bit of a spark plug. I almost I almost thought that like Hugland Huglander might be a guy who could work well with those two. Right, like uh, it's not the biggest body, obviously, but if Niels Huglander is playing his game and you know doing that little greasy style that he talked about when we talked to him uh, in Victoria. He's playing greasy. I think that's what that line needs a little bit. You get the, you know, the little bit of uh, chemistry of the greasiness between somebody and JT Miller and then a little bit of skill there mixed with Brock Besser. I think that might be an option as well. But yeah, I think Phil Giuseppe is going to be at the point right now where he has earned it and he's going to get that opportunity tonight probably. But it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Pod Colson be the next kind of top line, right? He should be on that second line. Is it going to be Pugh Suter you had in your lineup there? Yes. And McDonald. Done, uh, Can we pull it up again? One more time, Mary. <laughs> 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 one more time, Mary. Lost it. Lost it Yeah, time so
0: here. I did have Pia Suter uh, in that Bevilier. second line center with You know, with Bevilier Bevilier. is going to be
4: the most forgotten Canuck for me this year. I just always forget about him. I hope he scores like 23 goals or something and has like a good year and people like him, but I always forget about him when I'm talking about wingers.
0: Queen, he's scoring 20. He's absolutely scoring 20.
4: I'm going to a nice place for dinner on this one, too. <laughs> I want to go to one of those uh, uh, Korean hot pots. Or what's they they there's got the a grill? Real, yeah, yeah, yeah. The grill in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. I think that's so cool. I'd there's, love to do that. There's
0: a really good hibachi grill. Um, you know hibachi. have you had hibachi? Never before? been,
4: but I know I'm aware yeah. of it,
0: yeah. I went there with uh downtown Jay. Oh nice. Uh in Edmonton. Okay. And that was a lot of fun. And they were flipping shrimp at you and stuff. It was yeah. I'll, crazy. Well I'll
4: tell you what, I I've said this for a long time, I've said this for years since I was five. If I could go on America's Got Talent, the number one thing would be would be catching food in my mouth. I'm
0: You're sh- good at that, eh? Dude, I
4: can do it. My mom thought it was the funniest thing when I was a little kid. She, I don't know. She would lose her mind laughing. So she would like th- throw stuff across the room. The worst one though, I took a I took an M&M peanut. Chipped a tooth. Oh, It went, no. boom, right in the tooth. Just snapped the thing right on me. you
0: putting some velo on well, that. Well, then right? we had to
4: go, like, fff, marshmallows, uh, those little banana yeah. gummies, things.
0: You have so. to account for mom's Randy Johnson But I arm. tell
4: you, we'll, we'll go to hibachi. The uh, shrimp in the pocket, shrimp in my mouth. That's the way it's going to go. Uh, all right. We're all good for tonight. Nobody's going to be able to watch the game, unfortunately. Brendan okay. Batchelor, friend of the show. Yeah, listen to, um, listen to Batch.
0: Yeah, he's going to have the call on Sportsnet 650. Yeah. And you should go listen to it.
4: Yeah. He's getting ripped a little bit last night by Shorty. Why? Just a couple little things here. He
0: didn't get ripped by... He
4: was said he was getting ripped a little bit because uh, he's well, wrong. Well, they disagree they on disagree. the Luongo thing. Yeah. And
0: I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of we're talk about that. that. We're not doing we're, it again.
4: We pass that up. Listen, yeah. when, the, when the Luongo night comes, it's going to be so stupid. Yeah, like, yeah. The two shows leading up to the Luongo night, we're going to be arguing about it again. It's yeah. like, does anybody really... Our
0: third time talking about what I, this.
4: My, 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 uh, my request for the listeners, especially in the live chat here... Get some new exciting takes yes. and save them. yeah. Because I like the new exciting takes on this, but I don't want to hear the same crap.
0: I've been having fun going know. five days a week again. I kind of missed it. It's been it nice. nice. It's good to get into new schedule. Yeah.
4: All right. Uh, we did touch on Spencer Martin going on waivers. That's the other story. Do we have the LeCarramacki shootout goal? Aaron, do we have that in here? I can't remember if I put it in the chat. Jonathan LeCarramacki. Yeah, we do. Look at that. Look at Aaron uh, go. So he scored in a shootout today. Thought it was a pretty uh, quiet game, honestly, for Jonathan LeCarramacki today. But nice little move in the shootout. Splits it into the five hole, just right right, right between the uh, K Whitmore signature right there. Nice uh, goal in the shootout here. Good hands from John McCammon. He had a nice little play earlier as well as set up a scoring chance. But aside from that, pretty uh, pretty tough one of him for 5 on 5 And then he took a shot again. I guess this is how it works in the SHL. It's kind of like, do you remember, um, was it the Olympics where TJ Oshie shot like every shootout goal for them after three? I guess that's what it's like in the SHL, because he was the four-shooter as well. That's uh, and they ultimately ended up losing. It was uh, Orobro's first loss uh, of, the, of the SHL
0: season. What a nice little move. Anyways, I, hands, I know uh, this is the thing that people have been saying to me about LeCaramaki is, like in our comment section when Who we you talk about it. Oh, okay. In the comment section. They're saying, okay, please post something when he doesn't score from the same spot in the power player oh, score a shootout goal. Let
4: me, I got a, somebody got in my ear about something, and I want to clear this up. Because I said it on the show, uh, and then I also wrote in an article, and they said I was so wrong. Um, you keep talking about LeCarrie Mackey for a second here. It's about the pay structure in the SHL. I was thinking that these young kids were getting paid a ton. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, cause I was thinking like LeCarrie Mackey signs with the SHL team. you think they'd be paying him a lot of money to get here. Somebody got in my ear. I want to make sure I get this all correct. Do you want me
0: to keep talking about him?
4: No, I got it here. Okay. I got um, a
0: lot to say on those, okay, Yeah.
4: So... In the SHL you get a rookie contract until you hit 100 minutes of or automatically you get this rookie contract when you hit 100 minutes of ice time. Rookie contracts don't end until you actually turn 21 years old. So it's a ladder system depending on your age and the base level. Uh, adding to the base salary there's a bonus system where they can earn more on based on performance. So a top player in the SHL who I was thinking was making like 200k like American. They're only making 45 to 50,000. So To my point that I wrote in the article the other day, and I've mentioned this on the show, so I'm just correcting myself here. You're getting paid more to be in the AHL as a junior player than you are in the SHL. So I found that pretty interesting because I was thinking, you know, there's a reason why they're staying there. Not just money, obviously being comfortable in your own place, like your own country. But I I thought they were making a lot less in the AHL. No, they're making more in the AHL, making like 80K than they would here in the SHL making, you know, 45 to 55.
0: Got to take them to Cactus. No Cactus Club in Sweden.
4: No, but uh, and I got a place to stay out there uh, for World Junior. So talk to the talk to the bosses there. I'm going. <laughs> this was in, a
0: Patreon conversation, wasn't it?
4: I'm going in January <laughs> or December. I mean,
0: we had a lot of fun on the Patreon recently. Patreon.com/slash Canucks Convo. Okay, let's get to the poll question. question As always, on. brought to you by the great folks over at Atlas Goods. Go to atlasgds.com and use promo code CC fifteen. That will get you fifteen percent off your first order of Hop rinds. These mm. are the best fresh pork rinds straight from your microwave or air fryer. They're like pork rinds you've never tried before, folks. So be I forgot sure to, to get JPAT.
4: Uh, I told JPAT I'd send him home with a bag next time oh, he's that's back. Right. I'll bring yeah. it to the rink. I'll bring him a bag
0: of uh, pellets. That's right. Uh, so our Atlas Goods poll question today. Who will lead the Abbotsford Canucks in goals this season? Daniil Klimovich, Atu Ratu, Linus Carlson, and as always, I'm angry. Shockingly... You didn't put Aiden McDonough in there. I voted I'm angry yeah. because I uh, I wanted uh, McDonough. That was my pick. Aiden McDonough. I think Aiden McDonough is going to outscore all these guys. Really? Yeah. I, what do you? Th- well, let me get to the I, results. Sorry. Yeah, let me get ahead. to the results. 39% say Linus Carlson. 26% say Atu Ratu. 22% Danilo Klimovich. And 13% say I'm angry. you got to read the, the graphic. This is an books. updated one. I got the updated well, standings. People they are trying to follow along, they're like... I'm like Whoa. percentage points off on the old one.
4: Okay, I'm going with Linus Carlson I think he's good He led the team in scoring last year And I think he's going to take another step this year And I don't think he's going to be playing A ton of NHL games He might get into a couple But I think he's going to do another year in the AHL here full time And uh, he was the only Abbotsford Canuck last year quad Playing every single game for the Abbotsford Canucks Linus Carlson He's a tough kid This Linus Carlson kid And he scores a lot of goals Players hate him Not on the team The guys on the team love him But players on the opposition team The opposing team they hate Linus Carlson because he's uh, he's skilled, he's big, he's tough. He's tougher than people think. I think he's going to be the guy leading the way uh, this year. But I did see some write-ins. Yeah, you mentioned Aiden McDonough. Um, and I want to give a shout-out to someone because I thought it was a, actually a very good answer. Um, they said Sheldon Dries. I said, hey, good point. Silly good point Colson with Sheldon in. Dries, yeah. Uh, pod-colson. Shot in the crest. Uh, Pablo says McDonough or Dries in the replies there. And I said, yeah, that's a, that's a good poll. But a lot of McDonough in there. Uh, Vince says pod-colson. Um, yeah a couple pod calls in this well we'll see what happens how much uh, how much time he spends in there
0: okay and that is our poll question as map. always brought to you by the great folks over at atlas goods atlasgds.com is the place if you order before 3 p.m you can enjoy same day shipping what yeah they ship it that day if you order before 3 pm they're on the ball
4: jeez I tell you
0: they couldn't they couldn't uh we couldn't hang at Atlas Goods, so us folks at Canucks Combo. No. They're on the ball all the time. I get
4: all my work done between uh between eleven at night and three in the morning.
0: I think they might be a little different. And
4: I take a lunch break. I have a couple pancakes in the middle <laughs> of it, so it's what do you, it's, that's my work day. What are you talking about? Um, Alright. Uh, let's go. Betway, betway, betway. Um Thursday night. What do we got tonight, quads? Thursday got, night football. We got Gators Garbage Disposal taking on Thomas Drantz this week in fantasy football. Drantz had about 45 picks in the first three rounds of this draft because he, he sold last year, as you would expect. Drantz selling all of his players for draft picks. But now he's got a hell of a team going into this year. So maybe this Drantz. Weird guy, how that works. Maybe he's right about everything, actually. But uh, we'll have to see this week because Gators Garbage Disposal, which is my fancy team, facing off against Drantz's team, uh, I'm projected to lose by 80 points. So. We'll see what happens. Uh, our bet of the day today. Betway, betway, betway. Uh, so we got the Lions. We got the Packers. Quads, who's winning
0: tonight? Lions, Pack. Uh, I have Lions. Yeah, Although I'm I do Lions have too. I do have Jordan Love on my fantasy team, but I Ugh, think it's Lions.
4: Man, I, so I only watched the first half of that game last weekend on Sunday there. Jordan Love? Oh, Oh. He was made I could have made a lot of those throws but I was a high school quarterback back then. Did you see how day, he finished so that like, game though? Oh, I didn't see that's the thing I stopped watching so I was finish. like this sucks but if he came back that at the end strong there so good finish. for him. Uh, our our betway bet of the day. David Montgomery and Aaron Jones who you know he didn't play last week so I was a little worried I got Aaron Jones on my team. Aaron Jones uh and David Montgomery to combine for over 115 rushing yards. Getting that at plus one ten over on Betway. Ten dollar bet's gonna return you twenty one dollars. No Burt cam today, just some Burt uh,
0: highlights. Well, I'm showing his highlights because for some reason, and I'm not sure if it's a coincidence, but every time we're about to watch football, he gets zoomies big oh, time yeah. on the couch. Like he, he just he, he runs back and forth and he just gets gets very amped for Monday night football. Look at him, he's got uh, a fresh haircut there. Sunday sun yeah, he's getting a haircut on Monday. But Sunday, like he gets he gets Whoa. very, very amped uh for football season. He's bigger than that now. Uh no, that was this week. And oh really? You see me have to stop him because he started getting a little too amped, started digging into the couch. But too bad. I'm excited. It, uh, I'm
4: excited for Friday night BC Lions man. It's gonna be a good game. Those Saskatchewan folk, where do they stay here in Vancouver? Because when they come here to play, there's a lot of green in the in BC place. I don't know where they're all staying. You don't run into a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm from Saskatchewan.
0: I was gonna make a mean joke. What? I shouldn't. I was gonna say they're RVs. <laughs> Thought that was funny. It's
4: a scratcher bump, man. Yikes. Bird oh birdie's, uh, he's having a nice uh, snooze today. There, he's camera's waking him up. Cute dog, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I gotta get some photos up of the dog I stayed with the other day. He was cute. He was cute. Uh, forget what kind of dog he was. He might know. I don't know the breeds of dogs. I just know Bernadoodle. He was a Bernadoodle. Bernadoodle. He was a cute little dog, yeah. but he uh, pissed every day. I came home. I had to come home and puddle of piss everywhere every time I came. Oh home.
0: really? That's too yeah. bad.
4: He doesn't. He didn't know the pee pads.
0: He had a pee pad. How old is he? Five. Five months. Oh, well, that's okay. okay. I mean, it's not okay, but he's just learning. And I, I didn't know you, he was that young. Listen,
4: I'm engaged. I, I got to keep the ladies off me, obviously. You know you this. You shouldn't. But I was walking down the street, yeah. and ugh, you just get approached and approached and approached. Everybody wants to pet the dog, and then they're like asking me these questions, and they're like, they're like, oh, like, what breed is he? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And they're like, how old is he? I'm like, I don't really know. And they're like, uh, and I was like, I'm just like watching him for somebody. But like, I had to take him out every day. And it's just yeah. like, there's kids running across the street. Everybody's coming out of their apartments to pet this little oh, puppy because yeah. he was cute. And I was, uh, yeah,
0: so, you know what I used to luck, do? Because Bert d- was getting very reactive. It was a quick little, please don't pet my dog. Oh, you would. Yeah, you had would to be it. that guy. But. I had to. You Dude, can't. I, I was. You do not the want dog. a dog that reacts every single time he sees a person, True. which is kind of what Bert is. Mm-hmm. Even though I've tried to limit his interactions, he likes me. Bert
4: likes me. But I was walking oh, yeah. the dog down the uh, down the road, and there's these two two little girls, and they were playing in their yard or whatever, and they ran across the street, and I yelled at him. I said, "Stop!" I said, "Look, you got to look both ways, kids." These kids, they're running right. I stopped them. I said, "You could I'll pet the dog. You got to stop the did they stop? No, they ran right across the street. I tried to stop them though. They didn't
0: look both ways. No, they
4: just they saw the puppy and they looked and they ran. I oh. tried to stop the girls. I said, "Girls, you got to look both ways before you cross the street." I got hit by a car once. What in a, a Save On Foods parking lot? <laughs> I don't know this story. Yep, I got hit. By, I was about seven years old or so, and I just you know la di da da <laughs> running across the street of a Save On in the Naimo down at uh, terminal, and I got it's not even there anymore. It's just an old building, but yeah, I got hit by a car. Nothing too bad. It bumped me and it knocked me to the ground. But uh, yeah, and then my mom, my mom didn't even feel bad. She just yelled at me, and I said, "You know, fair enough." I think that'd be my. And first I didn't reaction. get, I didn't get like lit up by this thing. It was a parking lot, and it was yeah. just driving. But like, I got hit pretty good, and it knocked me over. Plus, like that, that you know, at seven years old, I was still like 140, 50 pounds. So like, it was, you know, it wasn't just like a little rag doll. But that thing got a piece of me.
0: By sure. the time you were eight, you were stopping cars with your bare yeah. hand.
4: One time, I saw my cat. I did I had a cat named Squirt. He was the biggest cat you ever seen. You have seen a picture of him.
0: This is quickly turning into a Patreon episode.
4: One time, he got hit by a car, and the car, he like, the car hit him hard. Like it was driving down the road, going a good 40-50. or so. Probably not. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the car hits my cat. The cat, my cat, just gets up, runs inside. He's chill. The car's got a little dent on it. <laughs> my cat was a monster. I, I don't know. I've, we've used the photo. We've got to get of photos squirt of before. Squirt back on here. Squirt's head is He's bigger. Huge. There's a picture of like uh, holding. One of my friends holding my cat, yeah, and the cat's actually further away from the camera. His head's still bigger than my friend's head.
0: Squirt is the biggest cat I've ever seen.
4: Yeah, he was uh, he was a monster. lived twenty three. That's crazy. Good cat, but uh, he got the herp and now he's he's dead. Great cat though. When I went and saw him, ooh, he was at, he was living on a farm, not like the we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. Go. I was he like, was. Oh, lived, sure he was. No, he was legitimately living on a farm. My uh, my grandfather's farm. And I went to visit him at the end. And this is what I was living away, and they're like, "Oh, he's gonna go this week. Come see him one last time." He doesn't really react to anyone. I walk through that back door. I go, pss, 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 pss. runs across the yard. He sees me coming. Oh. He came up to me, and uh, he looked like a zombie. So that was a pretty rough time, actually seeing him. For Still the last a special time. moment. But it was for great, sure. and I pet him. And, That's uh, awesome. I was wearing a Canucks combo shirt actually that time. I got a photo go. of it. I'll try. It. Well, maybe not that photo because he looks like a dead cat that I'm holding. Yeah. All the time. I'll get some good shots of him maybe for tomorrow. There's day.
0: a lot of good square shots. Oh, yeah.
4: People used to love him at parties, too, like back in the day. Everybody wanted to get a picture with this yeah. huge cat. And it's not like he was fat. He was built. Yeah, he was. He was a big built. He ate Alley he Cat unit. every day. Yeah. 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 He ate what? Alley Cat. That was oh, I think he said Alligator. Cheap, I was one, like, whoa. food I could find at Walmart uh, at the time. But he loved it. He wouldn't eat any of the Iams. He wasn't an Iams guy. He, he was Alley Cat. He wanted Alley Cat all the time.
0: Hell, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we wrap it up there? Uh
4: yeah, we did, did Betway. Did we do Betway? Yeah, we did. Did we?
0: Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. Not the
4: be- We didn't do the best job. Yeah, 19 plus. We didn't do a if great job today, to play, today at all. <laughs>
0: please play responsibly over at Betway, Betway, Betway. We'll close it out there. For my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer, Aaron Bordado. My name is David Quadrelli. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Canucks Conversation. Woo! Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode.
4: How about keep it to a thank you, Jim?